Welcome to our Ash Wednesday service. My name is Madison Campbell and I'm the Connections Pastor here. The theme of Ash Wednesday and really all of Lent that we've chosen for Waterstone is draw near. This idea of coming closer to God in this season, of, of coming closer to who he is and drawing near to him. And tonight we're gonna be looking at James chapter four, which I think gives us a pretty good guide of what it looks like to draw near to God during this Lenten season. So let's look at James 4, verses 6 through 10. But he gives more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Simply put, as a summary of these verses, our surrender invites God's presence. Our surrender invites God's presence into our lives. Now tonight, for Lent, where I think we can so often get very complicated in all of the things that we need to do in the checklist or, or the mindset that we need to be in in order for Lent to be effective. But I think that this simple truth that our surrender invites God's presence really can be addressed in two simple questions that we're gonna look at tonight. One is, how do we surrender? And why do we surrender? So how do we surrender? Well, I think that our surrender often takes the form of two different types of surrender. Surrendering good things and surrendering bad things. The good things that we surrender, these are things that God has given us that, that draw us nearer to him. They're things that we enjoy, like leisurely activities or entertainment or food. There is nothing bad about enjoying these things that God has given us, and yet, our surrender of these good things during the season of Lent is the intentional putting aside of good things in order for us to more fully focus on our relationship with God. The reason that we would surrender something that is good is not because it's inherently bad, but because even the good things in our lives can distract us from fully putting our focus on Him. So for the season of Lent, we'll take those things, or maybe one of those things, like coffee for myself, and put it aside so that there is less distraction when focusing on our relationship with God. The second way that I think that we surrender is bad things. I think that's relatively self-explanatory. I think we probably all know the things in our lives that really don't direct us toward God, they direct us away from God. They're things that harm us or harm others. And so those things that we surrender, it's, it's not temporary like the good things that we surrender. The bad things that we surrender, we place at the Lord's feet. We completely submit to him and we let go permanently. It does mean sometimes we take them back up, but we do put them back down again with no intention of taking them back up because these are the things that we give to him so that we might follow him more fully. The reason that we surrender these bad things is out of an act of obedience so that we might follow God's path for us, follow his will for us that much more fully. 
Often this type of surrender looks like repentance in our lives. So we in this season of Lent surrender good and bad things in order to more closely follow God. But the fact of the matter is, surrender is really hard. It's really hard for all of us, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. It doesn't mean that we can easily cast it aside and say, oh, that's fine. I'm good with that. I don't need that anymore. The reason that we have these things in our lives in the first place is because we love them. The good things we love to love, they bring us joy. They're exciting. They're things that we love to engage in. And the bad things, we hate it, but we love them too. These things are things that we love that are part of our routine. They're part of our daily lives. They mold us and form us and shape us. And yet, God calls us to surrender these things so that we can invite his presence into our lives. So why would we do this? Why would we willingly, not just once, but every single year, decide to surrender something to God during this season of Lent? I think it goes back to what James was summarized as, is that our surrender invites God's presence into our lives. And God's presence is not the static thing. It's not something that is unlively. It's something that interacts with us. And I think God's presence naturally is his formation in our lives. Because when we encounter God, when we encounter his presence, it's his Holy Spirit working in us and bringing about things in our lives that we could not otherwise bring about ourselves. I think all of us can look at ourselves. We can look at pieces of our life and go, oh God, I need you there. Lord, I, I really need you to work in this part of my life. But what that means is our surrender to him, whether good things or bad things, it means our surrender. I think too often we treat God as though he's the tenant of a basement apartment with a separate entrance. Uh, at the very beginning, there is some sort of agreement that's made, but from that point on, you really only hear a car park outside, maybe you exchange some mail, or, or the music's too loud, but even though you live in the same house, there's no interaction. You, them living there really does not impact you in any way, shape, or form. Instead, I think God wants to have an active place in our lives. God is not a basement tenant. God is more like a beloved family member that we invite to live with us, like a father-in-law who loves to cook, who impacts our lives. Maybe he calls us out on things every once in a while, but ultimately he makes a difference in our everyday life. He is not static. God's presence works on our lives. God's presence forms our lives. It brings that transformation. And so this evening, as we think about the next few weeks of Lent, and what God might do, I want to prompt us to ask God what he might do in our lives through our surrender. Because when we hold too many things in front of us, maybe we want to experience God's, life, God's presence in our lives. But when we have so many things, we've created so many barriers that we can't actually receive what he has for us. We can't actually experience the goodness of who he is or the transformation of what he might have for us which is why we have to take those things and put them down. 
And the beauty of what James has said in this passage is that when we draw near to God, his response isn't a maybe I'll come to you later or we'll see if you're good enough. It says that he draws near to us. It is a grace that he has given us. When we draw near to God, he draws near to us and then he brings about the transformation that our lives need. So in the next few moments, we're gonna have some instrumental music and I wanna prompt you all, maybe you know exactly what he's calling you to surrender, good or bad. Or maybe you're not sure if this season of surrender is really for you or you don't know what to surrender. Take this time, maybe read over James 4, 6 through 10 again. Maybe just sit and ask, God, what do you want to do in my life in this Lenten season? Where can I surrender so that I can invite your presence more in my life? So as we sit here in silence, I want to ask you, I want to challenge you to ask God for his presence in your life and to show you what you can surrender to get rid of some of those barriers to see his formation in your life.